We now have Mike Missinelli on with us here. This is the Philadelphia Sports Hall of Fame induction ceremony. Coming straight from your show that ended at 6. So, uh, yes, indeed. You are a hustler today, yeah, Mike. I, I have a slap <laughs> on the suit. I, I didn't do the show in the suit tonight. <laughs> so, Mike, uh, you have the opportunity, like you said, to introduce Steve Fredericks. Yes. Um, that opportunity, I'm sure, is not lost lost on you, everything that he was able uh, yeah, to he was, do. Yeah, uh, he was city. my mentor. They threw us together uh, many years ago, I guess 1992. I was this green guy just from newspapers, and uh, I'd done some sports talk radio on weekends, and they gave us the evening drive spot, and uh, I was kind of intimidated because Steve was a radio pro, and I didn't really know how to do radio at the time, but we found a niche, and we blended together, and we had a pretty good run for a little while. I listened to it religiously. <laughs> I really did. I mean, I mean that was a, that's well, it's still a big spot, but that was that was terrific. But he was great. He was great. He allowed me yeah. to be a wise guy and uh, uh, abuse him every now and then, and <laughs> that, that worked for the show because uh, you know I was the brash young kid and he was the uh, wise sage. Well, you know what? You still have some of that brash, that youthfulness. <laughs> well, yeah, we love listening to your show every every day uh, when I'm driving along, and you know to have a guy like Steve as your mentor. You've mentioned the things that you were able to take away from him, but what was what was that number one thing? The number one thing was how to be a pro, uh, how to be a radio pro. He, he he really was brought up in in radio, radio, radio. So he knew all the nuances of radio. He he had a great gift for the language, and uh, he was he was such a learned man. He he knew. He knew things about uh, stuff about everything that we talked. No matter what the subject was, that's where we were able to talk a lot about modern culture, and we would mix politics in every now and then. But uh, he he was a great guy to bounce stuff off of. And you'd always get a great response from him, and it was really fun to do the show with him. This is Mike Missinelli. He's on with us on Vuvu Radio. It's streaming live on Bob Long Sports from the Philadelphia Sports Hall of Fame induction ceremony. Is this your first time here, Mike? No, I've uh, been here a couple times. They always do a great job, and uh, you know the people that get in we really deserve it of getting in. And uh, I know St- Steve would laugh at this, though. So it's funny because <laughs> he would uh, he would be the last guy that would think that he would be uh, you know in, in any kind of a hall of a hall of fame. He never really uh, got carried away with himself, which was a good thing. And you know he he also had some uh, off off the uh, off the air battles that he he won, and uh, for, you know he was most proud of the fact that he was sober for like the last twenty years of his life. <laughs> yeah, that but was he, he was yeah. he yes. would tell me some Absolutely. fantastic stories back in the day uh, when uh, you know when he was. Uh, well, he he had such a vast experience. He did the Boston Bruins. He did the the Seventy Sixers. He was he was a star in Boston and Philadelphia. So two major cities was uh, was pretty pretty good. Mike, was he the announcer for the Sixers in '67? Because uh, they have it here. He, Sixers. You know, he might have been. I'm not really sure. Uh, I know he was in the uh, in the late '70s and the early '80s. Uh. It yeah. says radio play-by-play, 76ers, 1960s and 80s. That's why. Yeah, he I might have been. That, he might have uh, been around that long. I, mean, I think he was in, maybe in Boston yeah. in the 60s. Though. There's a lot of inductees on the broadcasting, sportscasting mm-hmm. side. Bill Campbell already yeah. in, in the Hall of Fame. And Now, Mike, we had an opportunity to talk with Dick Weiss, Dick Hoops mm-hmm. Weiss, who I know you've had on your oh, show yeah, as absolutely. well. And uh, you know, We got into some of the college game and Villanova and everything they've been able to do. Uh, from your perspective here, you have a Philadelphia Soul team that's also earning the pride of Philadelphia award tonight. They were on your airways, ninety-seven mm-hmm. five this year, exactly. And uh, and Villanova, a national champion. Mm-hmm. I know you've had Jay on many times. Yes. To have that type of success in this town, what's that mean? I think that uh, we deserve more success. Frankly, <laughs> <laughs> you know, we get to the uh, you know we the Eagles really have to be the one that, that if the Eagles win a Super Bowl, I think this town would would just collapse. <laughs> uh, that, that's the big one. That's yeah, the, right. the holy grail is the Eagles winning a Super Bowl. But uh, you know, it's funny. Uh, in the pecking order right now, I, I 
have looked at this thing from afar, and I put it out that in 2020, all four teams will be a contender and we'll have two championships in the year by the year 2020. In the year okay. 2020, equal now, I don't chance know, I don't, of I don't know what teams they are right now, but I think I'm I'm feeling good about the direction, the swing of the teams in this city right now. One team that Dick was especially feeling pretty good about with a little bit of reservation for injuries, is the Philadelphia 76ers, and for good reason. With Ben Simmons, he was concerned about his agent holding him out for the rest of the year. I don't blame him for that. For Joel Embiid, when he's at full go, when he really has no miniature games restriction, don't know when that will be, but when all cylinders are firing, that's an extremely talented yeah, team well, that I, needs, I, a, I, needs a guy or two, I, needs I, a point guard. Yeah, I can't wait for Simmons to play. That was so disappointing that uh, he wasn't going to be part of this early process, and I would love to see what he can do playing off Embiid. But uh, it looks like Okafor is an odd man out right now, so uh, I don't know what they're going to do at center. They're going to have to make some kind of a deal to get a perimeter game. They really don't have that right now, so they're, they're a couple years away. But you know, with the draft picks they have next year, they're probably going to be able to fill some spots in the perimeter. You mentioned, you know, the Eagles, and if they were to win the Super Bowl, the town would explode. Looking at them right now, Carson Wentz, uh, just getting your thoughts. I know it's uh, you talk about a guy like Embiid, and we we were saying earlier that you know you don't want to. It's so early in their career, you don't want to overreact on them. Are people, in in your opinion, looking you know eight nine games in now on Carson Wentz? What is uh, what think, are you seeing in him? I think he's a franchise quarterback. I think they're they're blessed to have that guy now for the next ten years. It's like McNabb. You don't have to worry about that position, you know, barring any injury. But he's he's got all that, that it takes to be a franchise quarterback. And now it's just a matter of putting an offense around him. He has nothing around him right now, and it's a shame because they can't throw the ball down the field and. Uh, you know, what happened with Huff today, they're going to have to bring up, uh, fill a roster spot and maybe give a young guy a chance like Treggs or uh, Paul Turner. So uh, we'll see what happens with them. But uh, that position is solidified, and I'm, I'm convinced and, and confident in it. Does that harken you back to the early days of McNabb? You think of, you had the thrash and thrash and all those guys, yeah. like the lack of receiver depth. And it, yeah, the thing that made McNabb good with the lack of receivers was he, he was able to improvise with his legs a lot. And uh, Wentz, I think they're trying to steer him away from that, so they don't they don't want him. Which I think is a good strategy. So, and meanwhile, we'll see the dink and dunks, and hopefully, they can win that way. Mike Missinelli from ninety seven five The Fanatic. I know probably the last thing you want to do after a four hour radio show is some more radio. So <laughs> we do appreciate the time coming on. Oh, my uh, pleasure. Thanks for having me, guys. Talk to you down right, the road. Take care. It's Mike Missinelli from ninety seven five The Fanatic. Seeing Steve Fredericks this evening, that's Mike Missinelli, uh, a guy that helped him through the, nice the stages where he came up through the ranks of the radio sphere. Great to talk to him.